If you don't buy the Jeff Ward Show merch, dun dun dun, you are a dork. John McClellan is the co-founder and creator of ATX Hot Sauce, now in all 50 states and several retail outlets as well. So what we're going to do today is we're going to let this social media rock star chef uh, walk us through four different sauces, and then I'll taste, and we'll tell everyone why they should buy. You can give the science behind yeah. these, and then I'll make the uh, the simple recommendation. Go to atxhotsauce.com. All right, so let's go. I don't so think anybody's go. heard the website. Yeah, I know. I know. Jeff, <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, that. Is I'll say it 345 times, atxhotsauce.com. So let's do it. Uh, I brought four flavors here, and we're going to test your palate today. Okay. And I only brought four because I didn't think you could handle five yeah, or six. Yes, probably a smart move. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the first one we're going to try here, it's called Beet Heat. And just like the name implies, beets. it beet, it has beets in it. It's made with red Fresno peppers. Red Fresnos are uh, red peppers that are uh, they're hotter than a jalapeno and a little bit less than a serrano. So not super hot here, uh, just a lot of good, really good flavor. So we're going to start All with right. this one, and then we're going to move up the chain. Okay. I've had the beet heat, but okay. Yeah, we're going to try it, though. We're it, goes try it, well, it goes well with a cab. All right, Jeff's savoring beet. I'll heat. even do it with you, so that should be all right. Now remember, it is hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's hot sauce. Trust me, man. Wait, that is that one hot to you? Um, no, no, no. A little. Yeah. The, the, no. the great thing with the fermentation process is you get a bunch of the flavor right up front. Yeah. And then the heat comes, but then it dissipates pretty quickly, especially with the red Fresnos. You know, this is not a very spicy. Uh, one, but it is um, a very tasty one. Goes on great on sandwiches. Beet heat, beet heat, b e e t heat. All right, go to atxhotsauce.com. dot com. That's right. Ready to get this party started? It's got to be worth at least a million hits on YouTube. The problems I have is you get to control the message. You get to control the photo ops. Everything is state. I, I am calling you from El Paso. Oh. I've listened to your show, Jeff, for 14 years, and I really appreciate your comments. I, I don't agree with them. You.
Well, what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? War's over, man. Wormer dropped the big one. What? Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Sherman? Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough... The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! Is the Jeff Ward Show. JeffWardShow.com. Usually, when we have a giggling bat story, it's because some moron has been playing with it, and now there's rabies. Uh oh, the drunk tourist has been licking the bats again. Rabies. You know, when they squeal like that. That's their way of saying, "Hey, dumbass, don't lick my face." Hey, drunk buffoon. Don't touch my claws. <laughs> Where did all the sex go? Where'd it go? You can insert. Oh, that's bad. Shoot. You know what I'm worried about? Because that's not going to be a TikTok thing. That's what pisses me off. Damn it. All right, whatever. Why do I hate Putin so much? Is he trying to snuff out Christianity? Does he eat dogs? These are fair questions. And the answer to all of them is no. Well, he kills his opponents and journalists and anyone who runs against him. I don't know about the dog-eating part. Huh, that's an interesting twist. I haven't thought a whole lot about the dog-eating part. What the hell was that? I think I'm, a, I'm into fly fishing, and I think fly fishing is like a metaphor for life, right? I mean, I can't think of anything I'd rather do than not talk to anyone and be at a trout stream and not shave and not talk for days on end. Ice fishing is just stupid. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty? I would. On Hudson Springs one. Park for X amount of time? Hell yeah. And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Mm-hmm. Prostitution. You know, it's not a sport when you can have sex while you're doing it. Hmm. Man, that is bad sex. We are going to act like absolute fools at the most inappropriate time, and we've delivered. It's, a, it's almost a real sensation. You can feel brain cells leaving. It's like if you put your head in a vice. It's just squeezing and squeezing as you watch. And when you think we're dumber, we're getting dumber, we're getting dumber. And that vice is squeezing that head of yours. Like it's as if somebody took one of those little suction things like you do for your kids when they have an ear infection and the cells are leaving your brain. Yeah, that's a great visual, right? Suck it. Sucking cells out of your ears. Defendant Jones, forever the deal-making entrepreneur that he is, decided to do what he always does. Make a deal to assure that he would not be publicly or privately identified and or declared as plaintiff's father. 
now that she says life sucks, I've had to sit there and watch these Cowboys games and watch my dad, my loving dad, on the sidelines coaching that team. I'm sorry, running that team. And the entire time, I just wanted to say, Dad, it's me. Dad. Dad. She's like Grogu. I mean, losing at home to the 49ers was bad enough. And now Grogu. Dad. Dad. I've got to be the cleanest sheriff. I think I'm the most honest human being, perhaps, that God ever created. Perhaps. (laughs) Name the most honest person of all time. You know, like Mother Teresa, Abe Lincoln. I, you know, I don't know. Do what you want with that. I'm pretty certain no one in their right mind says Donald Trump except Donald Trump. Clap with both hands. Like that. That's as tough as Ted is. That's I, Ted to Ted. That's like a, like, it's like a jab. You look I like wanna, a cat when you really? do that. <laughs> you mean the cats get the t- paws wet? That's how Ted Cruz fights. Like, like okay. a cat with wet paws. Yeah. That was unhinged enough, in my opinion. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Much thanks to the Academy for this nomination and and this win. (laughs) I didn't expect this, but... um... I don't want to make fun of how someone looks. But... Damn. <laughs> I know, I know. You're going to just jump. Go ahead, jump on me, Jeff. You know, I'm sorry. Too bad. I hate that song, and I don't know any that she does that I like, and that red beanie's idiotic. It's hopeless, America. It's over. It's all over. We lose. We lose. So I give up. That's why I'm going to do. You have any? Do you have any heroin? Do you have any PCP, glue? Let's just do it all right there in a little circle with our legs crossed. Crisscross applesauce, and let's get really wasted because what's the point? I am gay on the chalkboard is there. No. How about you are supposed to be gay, kids? How about that one? I'll turn you. <laughs> I'll get you. We're good. All right, I'll write it again. Are you gay yet? Damn it. I'll write it again. Anyone gay yet? Damn. Give me another whiteboard. So where in the hell's everybody been for six weeks? <laughs> Doing a show, cruising along. Next thing you know, you're gone. No show. What's up with that? I'll tell you later. Uh, what we decided to do tonight was pull the curtain back in our little show. You got a little sampling um, of what, what it's like, what, it, what it's like behind the scenes, and what this team does on a regular basis. So that's, that's the objective of tonight, to pull the curtain back on our little show, give you some insight into how messed up and demented four people can possibly be, and uh, we turn it into something pretty good. So it's going to be raw. It's going to be somewhat uh, a little unhinged because we can't see each other the way we normally do in a studio. So there may be a few glitches here and there. But the bottom line was to, to pull the curtain back on the show. That's what we've done. Um, to give you an idea how good you see some of the production there and how good this team is, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you what has happened. So we started a little show on a platform that... You know, in the grand scheme of media companies, yes, I'm talking to some, um, you can be landlocked, right? You can be in a platform, you can be landlocked. In other words, you have no ability to scale. You've got to get into other markets. You've got to get bigger. So this team doing crazy stuff like this, which is a little bit against the, against the grain in our world, in the, in the spoken word space, full of middle-aged white guys, 
This team went from, what, 24,000 downloads to 500,000 in less than a year. And then, yeah, which, again, the vast majority of that is people just hearing about it. And then, to top it off, and don't think I haven't used this as leverage, um, that I think in the last 30 days, Natalie was telling me, I think we did 137,000 downloads, and oh, by the way, I haven't done anything for five weeks. So it's stuff like that that has made, that has made a great show, that has made a show that I think cuts through the clutter. Now, some people are telling me, as of Friday, they were saying, we think you can get to 2 million, so we'll see. We'll cash the checks when that happens. So um, I want to set up a few things tonight. Uh, how we do this show, including notes, uh, they're plastered everywhere. We talk about clips. Uh, we, we, we actually plan some of this stuff. I know it doesn't sound like it. They have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but they sure the heck know what kind of audio and video is going to play. So we just want to pull the curtain back, give you an idea of how this stuff can work, have a good time. There are a couple really, really good guests. One guy is absolutely hilarious. If you're offended easily, you wouldn't have been here in the, in the, anyway if you're offended easily. What the hell am I saying? But if you're offended easily, look out. You better hide or run across the street to the bathroom in a hurry because uh, he's in your face. It's excellent. We'll have a couple of guests, do a bunch of segments. You'll get to see Preppy Johnny at his best, at his most demented best. And then at the end, once you've had a lot of hot sauce, some alcohol, we'll do a Q&A. By that time, I won't be quite as uncomfortable as I am right now because this is my worst nightmare come true. This is it. I tried, I tried to stay back there and do the show, and they kept pulling me back out. So I said, where's my dark room? Uh, let me tell you a bit about this team and, and how we operate. Um, I, don't, I don't normally write these things down, but I, but I tell you sort of the vision through the years. And a lot of you, thankfully, have stuck with me for a long, long time. And I'll tell you some basic rules that I've always tried to follow in what I do. And they do it really well. And that is four basic rules. And no, I don't write them down because you're listening to a guy that doesn't have a business card. I've never handed out a business card. I don't even think I've ever returned company email. And I don't have a desk. I just have a backpack. So uh, this is the first time I've ever written these things down because this is how we operate. We operate with step number one is, and I did write it down, I promise, that we're intellectually honest. Rule number one, you don't walk in that room. The light never comes on unless you're just going to be freaking intellectually honest. What I've tried to do, and I think some of you appreciate this, is I try to turn it back on you, make you, make you be intellectually honest. Because I think this medium, and what I find interesting is when it's at its most raw, when it's at its smartest, when it's at its most in your face, and you know I'm honest, I know you're honest, that's when it's at its best. So we always try to be intellectually honest, Trust me, I get plenty of mail of people saying, no, you're not, you're wrong, I'm trying. You may not like it, but it's intellectually honest. Number two, be compelling. And that's where this stuff comes in. The world is full of middle-aged white guys talking a lot, probably most of them saying the same things. What the world is not full of is crazy stuff like that. I call it eye candy, and it's good. Ear candy and eye candy. Be compelling, be interesting, be different. Make yourself be different. Rule number three, know your stuff. Know your stuff. And when you don't know your stuff, tell people, I don't know. They'll appreciate it. And then rule number four, which is what I'm most proud of of this team, is you're fearless. 
never do your job looking over your shoulder. You never walk in that studio wondering, I wonder if they're going to like it. I wonder if they're going to get mad at me today. If I could tell you in 20, I don't know, how many years? Jeez. Don't tell. No, no. Forget it. Screw that. In 20-something years, I can't tell you how many times I've looked and seen some face pressed against the glass. In my business, when an old person comes and presses their face against the glass, means they're really bothered by what you're doing and saying. I think that's pretty good. I must be doing my job because I just freaked out that old man. You always walk in the studio and always fearless. Never, ever look over your shoulder. You can't. You can't operate any other way. So that's how we go about it. That's how we approach it. That's how hopefully what you're going to see tonight. Hopefully it's what you like. If not, I don't know what you're doing here except getting drunk. Um, so let me, let me plug my team, uh, which I rarely do. And you guys are getting the curtain pulled back uh, to meet them and all the stories that come with it because they're super talented. Natalie Payton puts this whole thing together. She makes it all happen. She is everything I'm not, details. And she is a rock star in our business. Emily Hyatt. Uh, Emily. <laughs> oh, Emily. You know, it's never great when you say, poor Emily. But I realize, so Emily figured out, or a bunch of people around me figured out, Jeff is like a toddler on social media. He really doesn't know what he's doing, and he needs a lot of help. So Emily, and I'm surprised she doesn't have it right now, follows me everywhere with a laptop because I have no idea what I'm talking about, and I have no idea what I've said, and I have no idea what I said five minutes ago. So all these really cool clips and all these funny things of which we've, what, got 1,600 episodes or something like that, all that is Emily being smart enough and creative enough and fearless enough to say, that was good. Hey, Jeff, did you know you said that? No, I said that. That happened? Really? That's terrible. No, no, it's good. So she is, she's got me into social media, but I'm really not there. It's her. Funny thing about Emily is, um, so she walks up to me one day and she says, because Johnny and I work very quietly. There's not a whole lot said in that room. I walk in one and a half minutes before it's time to start, and I leave 26 seconds after it ends, and we're not talking anymore. It's done. It's time to go home. It's all I got. So Emily walks up to me, and she says, Hey, Jeff, do you care if I sit in the studio? No, 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 that's fine. But just realize no one's going to talk to you. Okay, okay. She does her job. She's taking those notes like crazy. And then one day, which some of you may know that I'm prone to do, I like to create characters. I have no reason why I create them. I have no plan to create them. They just happen. So I look up. There's a break or something's going on. And uh, I take my headphones off. And I said, Emily, you work at the dentist's office. You work at the dentist's office. And you're a dental hygienist. You don't work very hard. And you smoke a lot. She said, I do? Yes. And... You smoke outside in front of this terrible building every day. Headphones back on, show goes on. She's Pleasant Emily. Um, Preppy Johnny, I, today's the first time I've seen Johnny not wear a... I, there he is. <laughs> 
For the record, in all the years that I've known Johnny, today is the first time he has not worn some metal concert T-shirt. Megadeth, Slayer, whatever. Today's the first day he's not worn a, uh, a rock T-shirt. Johnny and I have been together, I don't, I don't know, man, how long? It's been a while. And Johnny has the difficult task of getting inside my head. He's got to stay in that space, and it's got to be awful. He knows me so well, he knows my pauses. Because I don't do segues, I don't say we're going to a break or we're going to whatever, I refuse to do them. So he's learned my pauses. That's how well we know each other. And the guy is brilliant and he is a master. And on top of all that, we've said 12 words to each other in 10 years. Right, Johnny? (laughs) We don't even say goodbye. Emily goes, good morning. Johnny and I haven't said good morning in 15 years. So one day, because Johnny is a little bit like Oscar the Grouch, right? So he's back there. He's got some stuff going on. I don't even think he listens to my show. I think he might be smoking weed and doing something else. So he's back behind all these computers and this stuff. And again, we don't talk. I don't care. I just want it to sound good and look good. And I don't really care what else happens. So he's like Oscar the Grouch, right? Never comes up from that space. So one day, and it happened recently, and Emily will probably remember this. I don't even know what the subject matter was. I never know. All of a sudden, that head pops up. And he goes, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? Head went back down. Show goes on. He was probably right. Who knows? We don't even know what he was upset about. But after all these years, after all the things, all the offensive things that I've said, one time his little head pops up from the back and says, that's bullshit, man. That's it, Johnny? Nothing more? No, that's it. I'm done. Uh, they're fantastic. They, they are fearless. Fearless, fearless, fearless. Um, and then my rule is you're fearless until I say that's probably not okay. It's not that cool. Um, oh, yes, merch. Yeah, that's a story too. Um, so we have merch. There it is. And man, is it creative and different. A lot of colors. Pastels. If you'll just stick your phone on the QR code, you're good to go. Um, So here's the story of the merch. Um, I'll tell you this much. So the merch, it was their idea. Natalie and Emily. I think Emily one time came in, and for whatever nice, kind reason, she got me a coffee mug that says, Caillou is a punk ass. (laughs) Right? And I go, well, that's great, Emily. Caillou's a punk ass? Caillou, for those of you that don't know, is this horrific, mind-numbing PBS cartoon character from 90s, mid-90s. And I don't know why. It was not planned. Apparently, I went on some outrageous, horrific rant, and I called him a punk-ass serial killer. Yeah. And by the time my bizarre rant was over, she tells me, because she's taking notes, I had, Caillou had killed his family and the people next door. Emily, I guess, grew up with Caillou. I only knew Caillou because when I would walk by the TV, I would just think, that is horrific. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I hate this kid. So she buys me a coffee mug that says, Caillou is a punk ass. So they start talking and said, hey, Jeff, we've got to do some merch. I don't know why. Because we need to sell some merch. Okay, do some merch. Johnny picks his head up. Yeah, do some merch, man. Okay, let's do some merch. What do we do? Emily says, 
do these things you say. Take your phrases and start putting them on stuff. And I go, that's a great idea. What do I say? She goes, there's an entire online thread of phrases. And so we decided we'd throw them on there. And I don't know what it's, I'm, I think I'm wearing, we have a stupid people problem. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Which we do. Uh, there's another one that's, what is it? You ruin my city? I like that. It just says you ruin my city. And then we've got some coffee mugs as well. And so we're so committed to this. Are we charging? Damn right we are. Uh, We're so committed to this merchandising effort. We even put the money into a pretty comprehensive ad campaign. You are dork. Play it again, Johnny. That's our, that's our extensive ad campaign right there. It happened on the way to camp about four days ago. I held my phone in the back of the car. If you don't buy the Jeff Ward Show merch, dun, 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 you are a dork. The next question was, what's a dork? So there you go. So we're selling the merch. Um, have at it. Uh, I think it's, I guess it's pretty brilliant. It's that QR code. And so there you go. Uh, sit back. Surely by the time we do a Q&A, you will have had enough ATX hot sauce, enough wine, enough alcohol, enough crack, that by the time we do a Q&A, it should be pretty good. John McClellan is the co-founder and creator of ATX Hot Sauce in all 50 states, now in several retail outlets as well. So we're going to turn it over to the social media rock chef superstar, and we're going to walk through a few sauces and why you should buy. We've done Beat Heat, so we're second in line now for the tasting. Don't forget, everyone, go to ATXHotSauce.com. So here we go. All right. So this one is our smoked habanero five pepper. We smoke habaneros with um, ancho. Is that going to hurt? This one? No, yeah. this one's actually really, really good. Okay. This is like your traditional tapatilla, but yeah. uh, without the vinegar in it, right? And because of that fermentation process that we've yeah. talked about all the time. This one is great on sandwiches, pizzas, things like that. Uh, great on hot wings. Uh, I think you're going to really like this okay. one, too, especially the smoky flavor with the adobe chipotle and the um, uh, the smoked habaneros. We actually smoked the habaneros um, before we— uh, Does that go with the cab? This would not go with cab. This would go with the great Chenin Blanc, though. <laughs> I, I teed you up with that one. Yeah, yeah. That is good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just classic yeah. take. Uh, yes. Well, it's a new take on a classic item. Uh-huh. So it's called Smoked Habanero Five Pepper. All right, don't forget one ATX. One of my favorites. Don't forget ATXHotSauce.com. You know the way to avoid asshat territory? Just shut thy face. To shut up. When you think, you know what, Jeff? No, 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 Jeff. This time it's going to be a good poem about Ukraine. I'm going to remind you, no, it's not. It's going to suck. It's going to be offensive. And you're going to be an asshat. Stop it. You know what Elon Musk looked like when he made the presentation? It didn't sell the car very well. He looked like every other freaking tourist that comes to Austin to ride on a scooter. We're going to have an incredible Cybertruck product for you next year. Um, it's going to blow your minds. And, uh, yeah. Oh, black boots. Yeah. Nice. Good move. Oh, a belt buckle. Yeah, because we all wear that. Get a Texas-themed T-shirt that's black and kind of tight and shows your nipples. Dance to the oldies. 
You just sort of sit in a chair and move your arms How a little bit. How does he do it? Dance to the old tees like this. For all the talent and the charisma OJ has and the perfect teeth and an unbelievable forehead. It's so supple. His skin is just so supple. It's amazing. I'll buy it. That dude ever sells skin cream. Every, I think everybody above the age of 40, but every male above the age of 45. I know it's not cool to go, where's that OJ cream? I'm buying it, man. That guy looks fantastic. That's what happens to your forehead after you kill people? Stronger with Stogner. Please vote early starting tomorrow. (laughs) It's like, it's haunting, man. It's haunting. Especially if you do that thing above your head, you know, that thing. You know the thing. Doing that thing. Go get informed. Come here. I'm not the news. I'm not leading you. I'm not trying to lead you. I'm a byproduct of the news. I'm a coffee table. I'm a bar stool. That's it. Goodbye. I'm going home now, and you're not going with me. Austin has been named the happiest place in Texas. I think that's dumb. Uh, I'm bothered by that, actually. I'd like us to be less happy. Number two is Grand Prairie. What the hell? Who's happy there? And Lubbock is number 157. Damn. (laughs) Austin is number two in the country in terms of happiest locals. There aren't any locals. What are you talking about? There's only four of us, and we're not that happy. We were happy. You took away Liberty Lunch and our ability to walk around shoeless and smoke weed. We're not happy anymore. As usual, I'm, I'm finding the argument about censorship in general to be a little hollow. Censorship. Shut up with that. Just shut up with it. The real issues in this country are stuff like that. Are there barriers to entry? Not whether you get to be a jackass online. That's not an issue and it's not a problem. You being heard is not a problem in this country. Barriers to entry and monopolies are a problem. I wasn't prepared today and honestly, nor any day to ever say homoerotic. I'll also add, I never anticipated, not on this show and podcast, I don't think at any point in my life did I anticipate that I would say or even hear testicle tanning. Oh, boy. Hey, how come you keep sliding off the screen? Like, if you're going to do a video, if you're doing a video... Shouldn't you, like, try to keep yourself centered so that you're not, like, half your nose? Look, right now, there's there's no – I can't even see you. You had to call if me out on this? watching okay. – I mean, I'm not trying to, like – No, no, you are. You're coaching. Like, yeah. So here's the deal. It's intentional. If I had it my way, okay, because I have a hook nose and a belly, if I had it my way – you wouldn't see me at all right now. I'd be in a dark hole and the lights would be out. I'd just be talking. So if you're noticing Jeff keeps moving and moving and moving, it is fairly intentional. Yeah. That's my goal is to not be on camera at all. Your producers are loving me right now. And and I think what they want me to say to you is, oh, no. Jeff, slide to your left. Oh, crap. Move. Come on. Come on. There you go. Okay. There you go. Now, I just want to point out at this point, right now. This is so much better. I get a little of your right shoulder. I get a little bit of arm. You know, I can see it. it's just better. You can be chill and relax and still be in I frame. I couldn't be more uncomfortable. I, I, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I couldn't be more uncomfortable. 
I, I'm I'm so comfortable right now because I'm sitting in my home I know. doing an inner like I don't want to go back to the way things were. Yeah. This works for me. Hey, rock. That's your boyfriend on the drums, by the way. He wears glitter too. All right, people of Texas, Shelley Luther is running for House District 62, and she'll win. Uh, that would be, uh, let's see, is that north or west of Dallas? Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's got an R next to your name there. What's the issue? Cover bands? Masks? Nope. Chinese students. Yeah, um... You know, this is not a bad try because I think this actually pro- this certainly plays well with a lot of people and a lot of a lot of people will be on board with this. So it's not a bad try. She's been, you know, when she's not performing on Thursday nights uh, for happy hour um, at some country bar, she's thinking up stuff like this. So here's the deal. Here's what you get. Dallas salon owner Shelley Luther's recent tweet that Chinese students should be banned from attending Texas universities. She tweets, no more communists. Damn it. (laughs) She gained national attention in 2020 when she was arrested after refusing to close her salon in violation of Greg Abbott's COVID-19 orders designed to curb the spread of the coronavirus. To tell you how everything feels like it was light years away, the reason why her and her story were really hijacked is that there were a group of gun owners pushed by a state rep who felt like Abbott was too easy on guns. So they were going to use her salon to make the point, you know, up yours, Abbott, you're anti-gun. Okay. Um, I don't know how it got lost, but that was the whole point of her original hijacking. And then she wanted it because she wanted to promote the great cover band. I mean, I I don't know what else to say. Can you believe this? Can you believe this ad? You know, you failed Jeff's class with this ad. I'm sorry. Nice try. It's fun. But it ran three times, four times, maybe more. He really put a lot into that night and into that pitch that the Cowboys are going to notice. I didn't say the Texans. Apparently, he's not going to get any Houston Texans votes. It's just the Cowboys votes. And he's going to bring back Michael Irvin, too. For those that didn't see it, it's not a joke. It's not. Um, why it didn't, it took so, I mean, I'm starting. I had five tweets ready to go while this game is going on. I didn't know what to do. I stopped all of them and didn't send any, I don't think. But I didn't know what to do between the coach not understanding addition and subtraction to the interesting aspects of the game itself to this guy's ad. And I don't even know what part to tweet about with the ad. The 1955 picture of prayer in school or the fact that Florida's kicking our ass. They are? Oh, okay. Culture. That was an interesting use of the term. You know what that means, don't you? Huh? What does that mean? He's going to return our culture? How about the culture of the Cowboys when they were winning? Just let the ad play. It's it's not it's not a joke. Florida is kicking our butt. It's embarrassing. 
They're beating us with their leadership and they're winning Super Bowls. I'm Don Huffines. When I'm your Republican governor, Texas will stop the illegal invasion at our border, and I'm not asking permission from the federal government. We will put prayer back in our schools, restore our culture, and the Cowboys will get another ring. Our best days are yet to dawn. It's time we got our swagger back. Don Huffines, concerned. If you follow this spray tan nut job, you need to drink your urine. He's right. I issue a challenge. No, no, no one wants to see him. Never mind. We don't want to see that. We do not want to give Chris a chance to drop his pants. Forget that. No, no, I'm not going to do it. But you need to go ahead and just drink your urine. That's what he says. I don't know who he's giving a speech to. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that hair. I don't know what's going on. I mean, you talk about a facelift of all facelifts. Check out Chris. That we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is... Urine therapy. Okay? And I know to a lot of you, a lot of you, this sounds crazy, but guys, God's given us everything we need. Okay? I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not telling anybody to drink their own urine, but I drink my own urine. I've done, drink my own urine for the last 23 years, and I'm still alive, and I drink bleach. Bleach? Not bleach. I drink chlorine dioxide. Wait. God didn't give him bleach, did he? God, what, you drink bleach? I would have, Chris. I'll give you 50 bucks right now. You can even take your shirt off and show your butt cheeks. I'll give you 50 bucks, Chris. Drink your urine and drink some bleach right now. Do it. There's, what was that? Tons and tons of research on urine therapy. Those are words to live by. If you don't buy the Jeff Ward Show merch, dun, 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 you are a dork.